Welcome to the Next Level Life Podcast. This is your host, Tony Kane. Today, I've got Ashley Joy. She's a superstar guru fitness trainer. She works with Chris Hemsworth, and she's one of the legends for the Center app. So Ashley has basically, in the last couple of years, you know, dedicated their life to helping thousands of people improve their lives via health and well-being. So she's just a ball of energy. She's joining us from LA today. You'll be able to tell really quickly that she's just a, an amazing spirit. She's full of energy and full of life. And uh, her whole mantra is about just about enjoying life. So I really wanted to bring her in today just to give us a bit of a pump up, let get some ideas about her journey and just sort of talk, get her to talk us through how important it is to make sure you're living a healthy lifestyle and really trying to enjoy your life. So strap in. I really hope you enjoy today's episode. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be talking to someone and on top of it, talking to someone who's all the way in Australia. I really want to get back there so bad. When was the last time you were out here? Um, I had just came back. So I flew out February 13th and I came back to LA the 23rd of February. So I was out there for two days. Oh, right. So you just made it in, you just made it home in time. Just like literally just made it in two weeks later, like everything was shut down. Wow. Wow. Could you ever see yourself living out here, Ashley? Oh my God. Yeah. Like Byron Bay. I mean, I've only been to Sydney and Byron Bay. I fly into Melbourne. That's all there is. No, no, no. (laughs) I I watched that TV show on Netflix called um, Instant Home instant hotel and they go in different places in australia and there's a lot there <laughs> no it's pretty it's pretty cool i mean um it's a good place i think it's the only problem with australia is it's so small compared to what you do like it's a, it's very hard to build a global business from australia you know because it's it's so far away from everything um but, but and how are you holding up in isolation actually over there in la it is it is very different. I'm so used to being out and about, um, whether it's going to different clients, going to the gym, training myself, um, meeting up with friends, having dinner and drinks, uh, watching a game somewhere. Like right now at this time, it's like it should be all it should be playoffs in um, basketball. It should be baseball should be on TV. The Olympics are supposed to be coming up. I mean, like this whole entire concept of enjoy life that I love to do (laughs) is literally like just a little small aspect. Um, So it was a big adjustment at first. At first I actually had a anxiety, um, a dilemma with the grocery store Um, because right when this was all happening, I was just moving. So I didn't even actually have things in my apartment. This, This is not like, oh, you know, you have that can of tuna and you have all this stuff that you just accumulate over years of living somewhere. I had nothing. I had empty, empty shelves and empty cabinets. So I had to go into like real like mode of, of, you know, gaining food. There was like a, it was a big thing over here. And, um, and then I just developed a really bad anxiety of going to the grocery store because of when I was there and it was a rush, there were no masks and no like real distancing. It was just like Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't think you guys had Thanksgiving, yeah. but like a holiday, right? Like it was just a yeah. bunch of people yeah. in the store. 
Um, and then it turned into this long line outside. You could only go in the direction of the arrows. It just took away what usually a grocery store run would just be innocent, fun, quick in and out. And now you have to like put time aside. So for me, I went through it. I was like, just home. I mean, I was there all the time trying to get stuff. And then I was like, I can't go out. Um, and then obviously like my interaction with clients, um, just, it changed. I had to basically be someone who can be available if they want to continue to train because other people, they, they've dealt with it differently, right? Like some people, really feel that their life is in danger if they're around others some people are more open like well if you if we've all practiced social distancing we can still train there's just like all these like ways that people are handling it and my entire like being is about other people so for me it just everything came to a halt and then you have to like kind of what is the word? Um, like adjust to it. Yeah. Yeah. And for those who, yeah. Yeah. And like for those listening out there who, if you've got to go over and check out Ashley's website. So it's, it's Ashley joy, J O I.com. Cause Ashley, you look like a machine, like an energy ball. So I would imagine someone like you would struggle with this isolation more than most. Cause uh, without meeting you personally, but watching you for so long, you, you seem like someone, if there was, 50 hours in a day, you'd use all those 50 hours up, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I love out, I love being outside. I love TV. I just love doing a lot of things. I always said that my tombstone will say the wheels have fallen off. Like finally the wheels have fallen off. Like I live my life like all the way to like to the max. So <laughs> I love um, <laughs> that's just, <laughs> that's just what I, that's just me. Um, and I think that's part of maybe why I have been able to be like successful in, in the success that I've had is by genuinely authentically being myself as well as striking a chord within each person, you know, like not everyone yeah. Yeah. is an extrovert. Um, but I also inspire and motivate people just to be their true self. So whether you're someone who will do whatever, like I'm just like, if people say, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, okay, like, sure, whatever. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll do it. Um, there are some things that I'm very like a stickler about, but most of the time I am free to do a lot of stuff. So I just, um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say like, but do you, have you found that, and, and you know, like yeah, that natural energy, and that sort of putting yourself out there has led to so much of your success, Ashley? Um, I do. I, I really do because the feedback that I get from most people and just in general, like I don't have an agent, right? I don't have anyone advocating for myself. It's been myself and it's been the work that I've done over the years. And the best word is the word of mouth. And I've also, um, as I started in this career, especially just like, just even just genuinely being in front of the camera. One thing that my mom always told me was like, 
continue to be yourself, like really be yourself. Because if you're going to fake being anyone else, you're going to have to remember who that person, that fake person was. And you're going to have to continue to bring that like image to every set or every meeting. And then if you decide you're done with that image, that's not really you. And then you bring yourself, people may not like it and not that they don't like you. They're just used to what you were presenting before you know it's almost like rebranding like there's companies that rebrand and you're like no like go like go go right <laughs> go back. back to what yeah go back to before like I, I don't want this you know um and so a big thing is bringing like leaving an impression i want people yep. once they've met me been around me worked out with me that they're just like man like Woo, like I feel good or <laughs> she brought something in or like just something like that. And that's genuinely me. Like I'm not, you know, I mean, yes, I have to recharge. I take bubble baths and I love massages and I love quiet time, but this is really me. I love it. And actually, so take me back. When did you decide that you wanted to become like a fitness professional? Um, I think it was, well, I graduated in 2009, which is almost similar to the graduates now in 2020. Other than that things were open, there just weren't really any jobs. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Now yeah. I think they're not open and they can't like actually get a job. Um, so I had to be like super creative of what I wanted to do in my career. And I just always knew I wanted to help people. Um, so I started working in uh, group homes. So kids who were in like foster care system and people like children who were teens, they had kind of conflict within like maybe, how would I describe it? Some of them, you know, had emotional issues. They were taken from their homes for different reasons. And so my approach all the time with dealing with these kids was always a very, um, I guess you would say, coach way. Yeah. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I approach it in a very like a coach format, um, and no matter what job. So I've I've worked at a alcohol and drug rehab. I've worked with autistic children. I've been you know a manager at Evercrombie and Fitch. I've been a waiter. Like I try to like find all these different ways and different jobs within Los Angeles. And every time it was always within fitness. And even my dad was like, why don't you just do this? Like you're always in the gym. Why don't you just make it a career? And at the time I'm like, it's not really a career dad. Like, I don't know. And now like it's complete a career. And so the inner athlete in me just always was there. Um, I always approached everything with that mentality. And so I found ways to kind of not get away from the normal nine to five job, but I realized like I can create my life or my environment. I never thought I would be someone who like works for themselves. Um, I mean, I wanted to be a therapist. I wanted a desk in a, a little like my name on my desk. <laughs> a badge. I wanted yeah. a parking yeah. spot. Yeah, like I wanted a parking spot. I was gonna wear heels and a blazer and you know a skirt every day. Like I thought like that's what I was gonna be. I was gonna have a briefcase. 
And now I'm like spandex, sneakers, sunglasses, don't have to do my hair in the morning if I don't want to. <laughs> fun. Um, and so it's evolved. And the biggest thing is I just kept following my heart and I kept an open mind to opportunities um, because, you know, I started more in the, like a fitness model aspect, right? Like I didn't start just training people. I networked my, my way in the fitness world and was able to work with like really great trainers and getting to know and to figure out what it is that I truly want to do because I didn't ever want to be in a gym from like 4 a.m. to like 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. And, and actually I had no idea how to obtain what I didn't want, but still get where I am today. And so with that, I was just more patient of learning the field um, and not settling to, and, and it's, not, it's not a settle because I admire people who, who have worked in a gym um, it yep. just wasn't what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep. it just wasn't, I, I, for one, I didn't want to be inside all day. Like <laughs> that was, that wasn't something <laughs> that I wanted to do. Um, I, I knew that wouldn't do it. And so I just allowed the most random opportunities lead me to where I am and just understood that every opportunity and every experience was ultimately going to get me to my goal if I stayed on track. And actually what I love about your story and correct me if I'm mistaken, but you studied psychology and communication, right? At college. Yep, I, and yeah. And I know that I would have a lot of listeners out there who would feel like because they studied that, that they feel bad for not doing that. I know I would have lawyers listening to this with law degrees who hate law or accountants with accounting degrees who hate accounting. And I love your story because it just seems like you're just getting pulled towards this fitness thing, fitness thing. And you just sort of, you sort of hung, you sort of just gravitated towards it and let it happen organically over time. And, yeah. you know, I, re I really love that because that's, that would be motivating for a lot of people with that because I think um, the message that I try to get out there to people is, you know, we're, we're here for a long time and I hate, I would hate for people out there to feel like, you know, because I've done this degree, I'm pigeonholed there forever. You know, mm -hmm. talk us through a little bit of how you sort of just kept that open mind and sort of had that belief that you can, I suppose, chase a dream. That's a little bit different to what you studied. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that I did get advice from my family, um, and I believe it was my cousin, Danae, who is older than me, and she's a model. She's a very successful model. And she was just like, you can always go back to your degree. And I was like, what do you mean go back? Like, school <laughs> for stuff. This is purpose. And she was like, you can always go back. Like you have a degree in that. If you go and you try this and it's not what you want, you can go back. Like you're qualified to go and work in the degree that you have. And just something as simple as that allowed me to kind of shed that weight and be like, you're right. It's, it's no different from, I grew up in a little town in Southern California, and I went to another state across the country to University of Rhode Island. 
And just because I went to University of Rhode Island doesn't mean I had to live in Rhode Island for the rest of my life. I just went to college there. And so that concept, again, allowed me to see. And it's really about that, that little inner, that inner voice, um, as well as what do you tend to do even at work? You know, what do you talk about? What brings you passion? What brings you excitement? What are you passionate about when you're at work? And so sometimes like, um, I was always a leader. Um, I just naturally would go into rooms and like figure stuff out and, and be like, okay, we're going to do this. Or I would just sit back, watch people try. And then I'd be like, Oh my God. Okay. This is what we're going to do. Like, <laughs> and so with a normal job, sometimes that comes off as just very, like too bossy into this. And I just think it's really important to not be afraid of what your inside is telling me, telling you what your heart is telling you. Um, what you get excited about, you know, like I used to literally have my gym bag in my, my car. I used to have to be at work at like 6.30 in the morning and I would be off by 2.30 or 3 and I would go straight to the gym. Like that's what I was excited about. I wasn't excited to get up at 6.30 in the morning to go to work. I was excited about the aftermath, you know, and I still get excited to wake up at 5.30, 6 in the morning to train for a marathon. So like those little things become your insight of what you truly love and not everyone can make their passions into work but now with the power of social media and the influence you can literally become anything and that's one thing that my mom used to tell me all the time like you can do anything that you want to do and i literally grew up in a place where like I have the same friends. We went to the same elementary. We went to the same middle school. We went to the same high school. Like my town was very small. And so to think that I could be this person was a, just a dream, just a thought. But as I started to accomplish goals along the way of my life, I was like, you know what? If I could, if I can get a scholarship from this little town of like nothing but desert and go somewhere else, and then I could, you know, double major and, and still get through college. Like what, why would I set restrictions on myself when I've already crossed those thresholds that other people were afraid of, or maybe that they never thought they could do, you know? I love it. I love it. And actually I'm, I'm going to, there'll be women and men out there going, okay, Tone, let's ask Ashley, let's get fit. Let's, let's get, let's get, let's get, Let's get into it. So talk to me. So I've personally signed up for the center app. And if you haven't already, guys, you've got to jump onto it. So Ashley, I'd love you to talk us through how this app come to be. And I know that I've spoken to Dan Churchill and Chris Hemsworth involved. And I'm just loving this app. I've got my wife onto it. I've got, I was talking to a lady in my street. She's like, I need to work out. I showed her the app. It's just awesome. Like there's so much variety to it. So talk us through how we're going to get fit for listeners out there who maybe are feeling a little bit of little few extra ISO kilos around the waistline, you know, how are we helping these uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ash? Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing that I like about the app is that it's not just one dimension. Um, there's not one way to get into shape. There's not one way to eat. There's not one way to think or believe. And I feel like it's really cool that we give an opportunity for people to have different trainers 
different styles of you know fitness and different meals um and it is so well-rounded that it i feel like it embodied myself as a person um and as a trainer and so when i joined and became part of the team it was very natural like super super natural like the feel that you guys maybe get as legends and being part of center of like that luke and i really get along and like our jokes are real like those jokes are real you know and yep. the programs that he creates and that i create and Duro creates and even the meals that dan makes it's all authentically something that we love and i think that it is very much it's reciprocated like our our legends truly are fulfilled with what we create for them you know um it's it being fit or achieving goals isn't just something that you do like in the gym it's something that it's, it's part of your life it has to be something from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to sleep and I feel like center allows you to have the entire experience of achieving a goal from uh, maybe a morning meditation to what you're going to eat for breakfast to your first workout um, to maybe a smoothie or an article about anxiety or an article about, um, you know, how much water you should drink or are you doing the right squat? And it just fully allows someone to go from one level to the next level. And that's what, as trainers, we are here for you. We're not supposed to be your trainer for life. We're supposed to get you to one level and then you go away, right? Like you're not going to be in the first grade forever. Like your teacher's yeah. job is to get you to the second grade. And I believe Sinner can get you to different levels throughout your journey of, of fitness. Um, whether it's just like, I'm not ready for, I'm not ready to work out, but I want to learn how to cook. And that app is there for you. There's no, there's no judgment. You know, it's not like, hey, you haven't worked out <laughs> like today. You know, like you can just literally use it to, to cook. And then once you feel good about yourself, maybe, the, you know, it's just like this whole experience. And I've, I felt, um, I felt that they, like, I don't know thousands and millions of people in the world who are, you know, kind of doing what we do. And, um, and I just, I feel like it is something that brings people joy and I wanted to be a part of that. And I wanted the, uh, the opportunity to reach even more people. Now you've done really well, Ashley, and I'm really fortunate. I um, have a pro sports background, so I know how to train. So it's, and you know, sort of when you have that background of athletics and, and sports, you sort of, you get used to that habit. But what I love about center is that it's easy for a newbie to get started. And like, if you haven't uh, downloaded the app guys, like you gotta have a look, cause what I love about it is you can just tailor it. There's like, you can choose a trainer. You can choose if you want to use weights, if you don't have any equipment, the timing of it, if you want a quick 20 minutes or you want to go for a full hour, I just love yeah. how you've tailored it so broad that you can essentially do whatever you feel like doing, you know, yes. and I, at, at whenever you feel like it. So guys, you've got to check that out. And um, actually what I want to ask you, and I won't hold you up, but one of the questions I was going to ask, like this sort of podcast, it's all about helping people improve all aspects mm -hmm. of their life. But a lot of people that I've coached in the past would, they might be millionaires, right? They're, they're, money is the least of their worries, but they're overweight and they're unhealthy. So 
I'm trying to get people to embody this whole whole of life concept. And I know your slogan that enjoy life. I just yeah. think that's, yeah, it's apart from being super clever, it's just really easy and cool to, cool to live by. But like how important and how sort of much do you think that it's understated how a healthy lifestyle can help you in other areas of your life? I think it's something very difficult to grasp. Um, I think a lot of doubt and shame, like personal shame comes with it when people aren't living to their full potential, right? Because majority of the time, in a sense, if you're fit, you've gotten fit because of yourself, right? Like you ran, you train, like you may have a trainer, but you have to go through the work. If you become unhealthy, which is overweight or depressed or something like that, again, you feel like it's your, like your, your problem. And I think the part of the enjoy life is I live my life true to what brings me joy that I want to empower you to live your life to what brings you joy. Like I love running marathons. I love running. I'm going to authentically express that and share that with people so they can figure out what it is that brings them joy. And they're like, okay, I'm not going to go out and run 26.2 miles, but I actually do like the bike, you know, like most of the things that I tell people to get back to the things that brought them joy, go back to those so you can build your confidence up so you can feel like the person that you were when you did that. And then you can start exploring to do new things. You know, I don't think it's nice to just push people into situations that they're not open to. Um, because again, like with psychology and stuff, like trauma is real. <laughs> like it's not yeah. nice. <laughs> it's like, you think it's funny, like, oh, go up there and jump off the diving board. And that person's kneecaps are shaking and then they jump off. And then now they have this fear of water. They can't go on a boat. They, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you've got to go back to the basics of what brings you joy, what brings you happiness what makes you want to wake up or go to sleep so you can wake up. Um, and then from there, just start piling on and start getting back to yourself and just understanding that you only, in a sense, have one life and there's no need to waste it trying to please others. Um, and it just goes back to just being authentically and unapologetically yourself. And with that is going to just bring you joy. And you know, actually, I think what I've found with people that I've coached in the past is with health and fitness, right? I think they maybe go a little bit too hard and get over it. And I, I have this philosophy where I, with people that I work with, I say, listen, I want you to work out for 150 minutes a week. I, whether that's five times 30 minutes or three times 45 or whatever it is, but I don't want you to kill yourself because I don't want you to go on a four week boot camp or a six week blast. I want you to go on a, a 70 year training program yeah. where it just becomes a part of your life. And I, um, I remember when I was a pro athlete, we used to do, you know, the ergometer machine, that rowing machine. We had yeah. this psycho trainer and I remember rowing one day and it was that hard that I passed out and I fell off the rower. So still to the, still to this day, I can't, yeah, the, no, there was no records broken. I was just crap. But, um, actually the, I can't go on a row now. And I think that's what happens to a lot of people. They might do this four week blitz and it's so hard, but it sort of scars, it scars them from training ever again. 
So um, would you, would you agree that it, it's better off? You need to implement a, a lifelong training routine. Yeah. Even with my clients, I don't get too gung ho on necessarily not like they cancel, but I don't make them feel bad for canceling because like life happens. Um, and it's all about what we do after the fact. Right. And a lot of times people want to just start with everything. Like, what do I eat? What do I this? And, I, and okay, I'm not going to start doing this. And I go like, you know what? Look, we're just going to meet on the times that we agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to just focus on training. We will implement some changes within your diet as it goes on. But I want them and people to really make it part of their life. Like no different from, I like to go to the movies, right? Like you go watch new movies. I want training, whatever aspects of training, whether it's with me or it's cycling or it's running or it's boxing, doesn't matter. I want it to be so much part of your life that you start making those changes so you can train, right? So it's like, you are not going to drink crazy on Wednesday night because we train Thursday morning. You're more than yeah. welcome to have fun on a Saturday night because you have Sunday to recover. But it's like those small things go a long way. Like it's no different from like us being athletes, right? Like there's things that we could not do. I have a track practice the day and you learn that through athletics. And if I have clients who've never been an athlete, I try to teach them that the same way. Like it's not about not doing stuff. It's about doing it when it fits your life. And then also realizing are some things even needed? A lot of times we do things and we really don't need to do them. Like we don't need to drink on Thursday because it was Thursday, Thursday, 15 years ago when we were in college. Like, why are you yeah. still, yeah. why are you still doing it now? You know, like, why do you think that you need to do the brunch on Sunday? Like why? Like really ask yourself, like, why is it just because this is what you've been doing? Okay. Well, does it, fit with Monday when you got to be up at 630 to train with Ashley? No. So let's reevaluate, you know, why you're doing what you're doing. What is important for you now? A lot of times people just really get caught up in a routine that no longer serves them a purpose. And the same thing with even with fitness, some people could be overly training and it's like, why are you going so hard? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Why can't you just train to a capacity that brings, you know, cliche brings you joy or just keeps you healthy or, you know, just does enough for your body to maintain because either you're getting older and you can't, you know, push this, the same weight or you can't exert the same amount of energy, whatever the case may be. I think, again, it goes back to um, listening to your body, knowing your body, knowing yourself and your goals and um, surrounding yourself with the right people. I love it, Ashley. I love it. It's so, it's so motivating. And Ashley, I, I won't hold you up. The last question I wanted to ask you, and this is a question I ask everyone, the last, you know, five to 10 years have been amazing for you, but what would have to happen in the next decade for you to feel like you've, you've really nailed this next 10 years? Um, I have become way more comfortable saying this, and I think it's important for people to speak their goals out loud, but I would love, love to become like a household name. I would love to become a reason for someone to get back to the joy of their life. 
I would love to become a reason why a family is doing things that brings them joy. Um, or I would love for it, a mother authentically being themselves and inspiring their daughter or their son to do the same, you know? Um, and it's just a lifestyle um, and it's a way of living and it's a way of being um, because not only is it a lifestyle that like includes other people, but it's also a lifestyle within. Um, and yeah, so if I could be a household name, not like I want to be like famous where I can't go out and there's like paparazzi or something. I just really want to help people. So it's like, I would love to just be someone, a thought, a name when it's heard or when it's said, you think of, you know what? I'm going to do this or I'm going to try that or you're right. I need to tend to myself or you're right. I need to have that difficult conversation because in the end, it'll release pressure off of me. And then I have space to do X, Y, and Z. I love it. And I love that you put it out there. I love that you're not afraid to put it out there in a, in a really humble yeah. and authentic way. Authentic way, Ashley. So, hey, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I know that there's so many listeners out there who would not only get, you know, inspired to chase their dreams, but also inspired to get their, you know, sort of life in order to start enjoying life. So actually, I know that listeners are going to be asking, so where's the best place for them to find you? Um, you can find me. The biggest spot is on Instagram. So Ashley Joy, so A-S-H-L-E-Y. And then I spell joy with an I. So J-O-I, my website is my name as well. Um, and I'm working on some things, hopefully to bring, um, some more fitness to other people. And as well as I have like a journal that is on my website, it's a 30 day guided journal. Um, and in the end you have 30 things written that you love about yourself. So I really encourage people to give that a try and, um, yeah. So anything oh. with my name. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. And what I'll do actually, I'll put that journal, the link to the journal and Instagram in the show notes. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say thanks again and just congrats on all your success so far. And I know you're only just getting started, but I just love seeing someone that's so energetic and just, you know, just lives to pump up other people. I reckon that's, uh, you know, I really acknowledge you for doing that and spending so much of your time in helping so many others. So take care. And I had one more question if I can. Yes. LA Clippers or LA Lakers? Oh, Lakers all the way. Lakers all the way. I was like, where's my Lakers? <laughs> I actually have a Lakers mask uh, for myself. I have a Dodger mask. It's LA all the way. Well, Lakers, that's it. Because I'm a huge well, Brian fan. Well, I hope it. Um, I hope they, I hope they can get the uh, the games back on soon, so they can hopefully bring home a uh, bring home the championship for you. Yeah, that was the goal this year and this corona stuff happened, so we will see. Fingers crossed. Well, hey, thanks heaps, Ashley. I appreciate you hanging out with us today. Thanks for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed that one. Make sure you go check out Ashley's website, which is ashleyjoi.com. Also, if you haven't already, it's probably worthwhile to check out and download the Centre app, which is C-E-N-T-R. Like I said, I get paid nothing to say this, but it's just been really helpful, like, especially in isolation. I just go on there, whether I'm looking for a quick recipe or I want to just do a workout, whether it's 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, doesn't matter if you've got heaps of equipment or no equipment, that's what the app's designed for. You can go as hard or 
as easy as you want with her, as much or as little equipment as you want. So check out Center in the App Store. And most importantly, take care of yourself. Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And if you have anyone in your life that you think would benefit from having a listen to Ashley's story, make sure you share it on. And take care, have fun, and look forward to catching up on the next podcast. Cheers.